It's time for Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. Brought to you by Vermal Shoe Store, Randall, Newman Construction, Thielen Meats, and Little Falls, SCR Northern, the guys who answer the phone, Northern Sales and Manufacturing, your Ice Castle dealer in Pine River, Tracker Boating Center of Brainerd, Oars and Mine and Crosby, Pine River State Bank, Bimert Outdoors Archery Pro Shop, Jack Pine Brewery, the official beer of Brainerd Outdoors, Freedom Firearms, The Power Line, Chef Robert's Fish Breading Mix, S&W Bait and Tackle, Crow Wing Recycling, Napa Auto Parts and Baxter, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, Nielsen Hardware and RV, your Central Minnesota Ice Castle dealer, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Now, here's your host for Brainerd Outdoors, Ryan Moon. And welcome into another edition of Brainerd Outdoors. we got a bunch of stuff to cover this week. Full lake reports from all across the state. We got Jamie Dietman and Steve Sapaniak covering the immediate Brainerd Lakes area and Malax. Matt Brewer is up on Bemidji, Upper Red Lake of the Woods, Cass, Ray Gildow out on Leach and Winnie. So full lake reports from all across the state. It is bass opener, so our bass aficionado, Mandy Urich, will drop by. She's got some early season bass tactics to talk about. And we'll revisit a conversation we had with Brian Bro- Brosdahl a little while back about the top eight walleye lakes here in Minnesota, plus another great recipe from Chef Joel from Black Bear Lodge and Saloon. All that and more on this week's edition of Brainerd Outdoors. And we'll kick off the show. Let's get the local report. We bring in Jamie Dietman with uh, SNW Guide Service. Jamie always keeping a very close eye on what's going on here locally. And uh, actually, you just got back from a trip a little ways off. Jamie, you were up around Ely uh, taking some veterans fishing. Yeah, we had a quick trip up. It was the 51st annual uh, veterans trip up at uh, Veterans on the Lake Resort up on Fall Lake in Ely. So I scooted out of here the other night, and we fished for a couple days and got home last night right away and got on some good fish up there and a lot of walleyes. But the weird thing was this year was the first year up there I didn't need a jacket. It's amazing how this, who would have thought we would have said something like that two weeks ago. Yeah, I could, it hit a little brutal. It was like 82 up yesterday and no wind and not a cloud in the sky. So we took a few breaks. So it was pretty hot out there, but... At least we got some walleyes, and the guys got to have their fish fry, you know, every year, and it was a good time. Sounds like it. So as we head into the, uh, Memorial Day weekend here locally, Jamie, what do you think? I mean, it's going to be ideal, I guess, for bass fishing because we got the bass opener, and with these hot, muggy days that are in front of us, uh, that could be interesting. Yeah, the bass are starting to move up pretty well. The walleyes have been actually, you know, right at dusk, early morning, and then prime times. They're getting some walleyes, and into the night, they've been getting some on cranks out on gull, too. The crop, you know, the crappies are still in or close to the beds, and uh, sunfish too, so it should be a great Memorial Day. I've heard of a few on Round. Round's been okay. North Long, I've heard, it's been pretty slow. Um, I haven't talked to anybody on Pelican, but Leech is starting to kick out a few fish also, and, and you know, if you want to go just, just catch fish and have fun, Malaxis has been putting them out too, and some nice fish. If you want to take photos and have fun, you know, the smallies and, and uh, walleyes on Malax, you really can't beat it. And we're going to talk to Mandy here a little bit later on in the show, uh, obviously with bass fishing. What do you like to do with bass uh, this time of year, Jamie? Anything special? Not really. I'm, I'm you know, this time of year is, is uh, I like small plastics, fish in shallow. You use a lot of the, you know, craw tubes, wacky worms, that type of thing. Um, but you can, you know, get a, a good topwater bite this time of year. Early mornings, throw the topwaters on and watch them break the waters. That's, that's a lot of fun, too. And then, as we said, with these warmer temps going into this weekend for walleye anglers, do they want to do anything special, Jamie, at all? You know, I would still be sticking 
shiners on Lindy rigs, you know, leeches, not time for crawlers yet, but, you know, a good leech and a, and a Lindy rig would be good this time of year. Jamie Dietman, SNW Guide Service. Check him out at snwguides.com. I appreciate it, buddy. Good stuff, and uh, we'll check in next week, okay? Sounds good. Out to Mille Lacs, we bring in Steve Sapaniak with Predator Guide Service. And uh, into week number three of the open water fishing season, Steve. And uh, I tell you what, I was coming back from Wisconsin on my turkey hunt uh, last weekend. I want to say late in the day on Sunday, that northeast side of Mille Lacs, there are a lot of boats out there. Oh, definitely, Brian. There's a good walleye bite going on right now, and there's a lot of big walleyes being caught besides your small ones. I know of uh, 28, 29 inches in there, you know, being caught right now up there, and that's been a fantastic bite. Uh, definitely, I know some guys are using jigs and minnows. My preference is a bobber bite with a leech, no more than six inches off the bottom. You know, then you can also troll, too. But, yeah, the walleye bite is going good right now, Brian. Get right on the brake line. You'll see the uh, walleyes on your sonar. That's the main thing. If you don't see walleyes, don't fish. But just work the area. If you find a pot of walleyes, you know, like I said, I like to anchor. That's always fun. But uh, Lindy Riggins a blast, too. It's, it's uh, ironic that there's a good jig and minnow bite going on in Mille Lacs right now. Mille Lacs isn't really well-known for that, but, yeah, it's happening right now. It's, it's incredible. Outside of that northeast edge, are you seeing some boats in other parts of the lake, too? Definitely. They're still sitting closer to the shore. The whole lake, everybody's out in that uh, 8 to 14-foot range, you know, maybe the 19-foot range where it drops off real quick. There's boats all around working. Seeing a lot of few boats in the bay is going for pike. It's fun watching these old guys come rolling by and they've got cane poles on with spoons, and they're having some decent luck. Some nice-sized northerns are going also. So that's good to hear. And obviously we're into the bass opener, too. We'll be talking with Mandy a little bit later on in the show about that, but uh, obviously Mille Lacs, well-known for its bass. Oh, you can't beat it. You know, pound for pound, I don't think any other fish puts up a better fight than a smallmouth bass. It's incredible. And uh, largemouth bass, we have a lot of largemouth bass, Brian, on Mille Lacs Lake. My biggest is seven pounds off of Mille Lacs. That's a big largemouth bass. And, you know, early in the season, they're not bad tasting either. So, yes, I look forward to uh, getting out there and chasing some of those big bass as soon as I get out of my panfish mode right now. Yeah, that's kind of the other thing I've heard on Mille Lacs. Uh, They're going too now. They are. You know, Wacom Bay, Cove Bay is always a good area. Isle Bay has been doing good. East Side has been doing pretty good. Those old docks and piers are good. Wherever you're going to find any kind of live vegetation, cabbage reeds right now, you're going to find the panfish. The thing is, right now, they're closer to shore. They're in the shallow waters coming off of the spawn and everything, and they're going to put on the feed bag, and it's fun. There's nothing like it with an ultralight rod and reel. And you've actually been keeping an eye on a lot of different lakes outside of Mille Lacs, too, Steve. Where are we at with weed growth right now? This warmer weather that we've had, I would imagine that that's going to spark some things to grow, huh? It's going to. Right now, I think we're about a good week to two weeks behind on weed growth. I haven't seen, you know, on some of my favorite panfish lakes, I haven't seen the bulrushes up yet like they normally are this time of year. But it's just a matter of, like you said, this warm weather and everything, it's going to happen real quick. I'd say we're a good week to two weeks behind where the vegetation should be. There you go. Steve Spontiac, Predator Guide Service. You can check him out at PredatorGuideService.com. I appreciate it. Good luck fishing, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you. Let's head up to Leech Lake and get the report up there with uh, Ray Gildow at the Nisswa Guides League. Ray always keeps a very keen eye on what's going on, not only on Leech, but on Winnie. And I suppose that's where we'll start, Ray, is on Winnie, huh? Yeah, Winnie, uh, reports on Winnie have been really, really excellent. I talked to uh, Kim today, and uh, they had a couple nights. They had one night where they had seven folks that went out. Uh, then that five to nine uh, time period, six to nine, just as it was getting close to getting dark. And uh, 
they filled out. One night they filled out, and one night they came up just a couple short, and that's seven people. So that was uh, very, very good. Then they've been trolling crankbaits, and then five to seven feet of water. <clears throat> they've got spot tail chubs in this week, and they didn't have them before this week. Uh, so they've been going out in the daytime and doing very well in the daytime, too, uh, especially if there's been a little bit of a breeze. And they've been going in that uh, deeper water because uh, water clarity on Winnie right now is 22 feet, which is just really amazing. So they've been long lining, keeping away from the boat, getting away from the shadow, getting away from the noise of the motor, and uh, doing very well. Uh, check out high banks on uh, Winnie because the bite up there has been very, very good. And then to jump over to uh, Leech Lake for a moment, uh, that's been really spotty. And uh, people have been doing pretty well uh, in some places. In other places, they just aren't catching hardly anything. And I don't know uh, if it's because of the water change or what, but uh, I talked to seven people who were up in Sucker Bay last, uh, well, they were up there three days this week, and they brought home two keepers. At seven guys, they fished two full days, and they did throw back three or four big ones. And then I talked to some folks that were over uh, on uh, Steamboat Bay, and they got uh, they were cranking in the evening, and they caught uh, some nice fish, but most of them were too big to keep. And it's kind of always interesting to me because the, the reports are that we have really good numbers of a lot of year classes, 2013, 2016 on leech. And it's funny that we're not catching more of those 12, 14-inch fish. It just doesn't seem like we are. Uh, there's also been a crappie bite up on the, the, on the north end of Portage Bay, up in Waboos Bay. Some really, really nice crappies have come out of there. And some very nice crappies have been coming out of the uh, Boy River area, too. Now, that's a very big area if you're not familiar with Boy, the Boy River. It's, a, it's miles long, so... There's lots of uh, vegetation in there. It takes a while to find out where they're at. But the, the crappies, I've seen some of the photos of those caught this week, were just absolutely almost black, beautiful, dark crappies, uh, nice, nice average sizes too. So it's been really, um, it's been up and down on leech. Uh, it's just amazing to think five weeks ago we had snow, and this week we've got 90-degree temperatures and the surface temperature is getting up into that 60s now from time to time. But I don't think you can go down very far into the water and find that it's still very, very cool, cool water down and you get two, three feet below that. Uh, for the, the panfish, uh, we've been finding panfish in that three to four foot range, two to three foot range, uh, not only on leech, but also in the Brainerd area, been doing pretty well with panfish. And... Uh, we did also get a few fish this week out of North Long. So the, it's not just they're moving the the, mar, the big bog on North Long, but maybe the walleye bite's going to start turning on there a little bit now as the water temperature warms up. And, of course, this is the opening of bass weekend. So if you're not getting any luck with the walleyes, get after those bass because they're a lot of fun to catch. Does Leach and Winnie get a lot of bass pressure, Ray, especially early in the season? A leech a lot more than Winnie. Uh, about five or seven years ago, maybe now, they started having tournaments, bass tournaments on leech because people found there were really, really some beautiful largemouth bass on Leech Lake. And so there got to be quite a bit of pressure. There's quite a bit of pressure on Leech Lake. I don't think there's as much pressure on Winnie for bass as there is on leech, but leech does have 
very nice populations of, of bass, but they're, they're getting educated. They're getting a little tougher to catch like the smallies are on the locks. So there you go. Some good stuff from Ray Gildow, Nisswa Guides League. You can check Ray out at raygildow.com as well as on uh, Facebook and Instagram and all the social media. Ray, I appreciate it. Good stuff as always. Good luck out on the water. Have a great weekend, and we'll check in next week. Thanks, Brian. A safe weekend to all. All right. When we come back, we'll head up north, get the up north report from Matt Brewer. He's got the latest on Lake Bemidji, Upper Red, Lake of the Woods, Cass, and Mandy Urich will drop by. It's bass opener, so you know she's fired up. She'll talk some early season bass tactics when we come back to Brainerd Outdoors. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3, and pleased to be joined this time around. Uh, I haven't talked to her in a few weeks, and that's Mandy Urich back with us. Mandy, how are we doing? Awesome. I'm so glad to be back. I imagine you are, because this is going to be a lot of fun. Here we are in the bass season, and this is basically your time of the year, pretty much. I've been impatiently waiting the last few weeks, and I couldn't be more excited for bass openers. So we're going to talk about that here in just a bit, but first I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on panfish, because we talked a little bit earlier in the show with some of the, basically it's just kind of getting going, wouldn't you say, for on some of the lakes for the crappies? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, water temp, water temp, water temp, I love talking about it, and especially on our clearer lakes, you know, we've only had ice off, you know, three, three and a half weeks now. With the clearer lakes, they're obviously a lot slower to warm up, so we're just hitting that prime range right now for the majority of the Brainerd Lakes area for the the panfish crappie bite. Do you foresee a lot of vegetation with this weather that we're going to have here this week? Stuff's going to start greening up real quick. Oh, absolutely. We're going to see a giant pop. So that's really going to accelerate things too then, I would think. Yes, absolutely. Because there again, vegetation is where the life force of everything exists. So, And if you've been out a little bit, uh, where are we at, do you think, water temp-wise? Are we where we should be or maybe behind a little bit? I think we're just about going to be where we should be. The, this last week, week and a half, it has really accelerated the water temps in the area, even on the clearer lakes. So um, the smaller bodies of water or back bays obviously are going to be the warmest, and that's probably where you're going to want to target, especially panfish right now. They should be about perfect um, moving up on beds, and crappie should be on beds right now or just getting off beds. How is that going to affect bass fishing? Because uh, basically, we're heading in this weekend with the weather. This is pretty much bass fishing weather. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and I love it. And so it's really that tight timeline between um, crappie, sunnies, and bass as far as water temperature and, and spawning, things like that. When I get out this weekend, I'm going to be looking for the warmest water there is. And I'm actually going to be looking for the majority of those bucks to be up creating beds and if not already finding some of the, the big girls on the beds themselves pre-spawn. Pitch jigs, I like um, I like spinner baits. You can slow roll them a little bit. Uh, you can go with a, a chatter bait is a really good bait to go with also. Um Basically, when I pull into some of those known areas, I'm going to be trying to sight fish as much as possible to see where they are. If those fish are not up shallow yet, uh, getting ready to spawn, uh, I'm going to pull back off of it. In any place I do find that vegetation, absolutely, I'm going to be um, throwing those chatterbaits, spinnerbaits, or plucking those jigs right into it. And being we are in the opening weekend, what do you think is the biggest mistake anglers make early on in the bass season? Everybody wants to go, well, I caught them here this time of year last year. We're not there. We just had one of the latest winters we've had in probably half a decade. So even though we are warming up quick and we're, we're back to where we almost should be, there again, look at those areas where the bass were spawning. So any areas that are deeper bodies of water that have 
deep shelves that move up directly into those spawning bays are going to be your your ticket right now to find those fish. And for those anglers that maybe are, are doing a multi-species thing this weekend, because we've got a lot of people up here for the Memorial Day weekend, maybe just want to make a day trip out of it, and maybe they're just banging their head against the wall, the walleyes aren't cooperating, they want to do a little bass fishing, but they're on a bigger body of water. Is there anything different they want to do there? There again, big, bigger bodies of water, really watch your graph and watch that water temp. When you get into the, the areas where you see all, you know, a degree or even two degrees uh, warmer water, absolutely that's where you want to be. We're not quite to frogging time yet, though, are we? No, it's not frogging time yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, we got a few more weeks for that, but uh, everything else you pretty much want to throw out them right now. Uh, go go ahead. I would say if you are on those bodies of water where the water temp is still a little bit cooler, slow down your retrieve. I mean, if they're still adjusting. Uh, remember, bass metabolism are solely based uh, on what the water temp is and the higher the water temp the more aggressive they get so the lower the water temp they're still going to be a little bit sluggish but I think right now it's going to start to be lights out you know especially if we are going into that that pre-spawn they're really going to want to start to chow and it looks like our weather is going to be pretty consistent going through next week warm mid 80s so it's only going to get better absolutely consistency well we haven't had yeah. consistency in 12 <laughs> months with any of our seasons so yeah this should be awesome i was looking i think that's the first time i've used that word in over a year and a half <laughs> so i've used it inconsistent a lot but uh so yeah looking forward to that i had a listener email me last week Last time we had you on, you told the story about the eagle that you were able to rescue, basically, that was injured. I had a listener email me wanting to know, because you had said you were basically getting ready to release it. Ernie the Eagle, I believe, was Correct, the name. Correct, his name. I, I coined him Ernie the Eagle, yes. Right, and the listener wanted to know how that went. Were you able to release it? Was it a successful release? Yes, absolutely. Ernie was released uh, actually ahead of schedule. I mean, he was really, really strong bird. It's such a happy story, but very, very happy to report that, yes, Ernie is free now and back <laughs> where he should be. So, yes, a great success story. Yeah, that was quite a story. Maybe just to have you tell it briefly again, uh, it was locally here. You got a call that somebody saw a, a wounded bald eagle, and you basically went and rescued it, and the rest is history pretty much. Yep, absolutely. The Good Samaritan called it in, and thank goodness you know, I was available that I could go out and do it. Fortunately, I had to do it by myself, which was a bit of a challenge. Uh, great experience for me, I mean, but uh, I really do give props to the Garrison Animal Hospital. They are a wildlife rehabilitation center, and they do top-notch work. So Really, all of it goes back to them and the care that they gave Ernie. Yeah, you get a chance, check out either the Brainerd Outdoors Facebook page or Mandy's Facebook page because <laughs> that was a big bird, and, and it's about as big as Mandy, believe yes, it or not. Yes, absolutely. So, so quite a success story there. So, Mandy Yurick, Mandy, if people want more information on you, how can they get it? They can look me up on Facebook, Twitter, or tune in here and listen to us live. There you go. Mandy, I appreciate it. Good luck out on the water this weekend. I know you're running Running and gunning and gearing up to get out there. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. Let's head up north for the Up North Report. Matt Brewer, North Country Guide Service in Bemidji, joins us. And uh, we find Matt patiently waiting for another big Memorial Day weekend. I bet you're just stoked, huh, buddy? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Love it so much. <laughs> this is kind of the kickoff to the busy season for you pretty much, right? Yeah, I mean, last weekend kicked it off, and then I used to guide hard on Memorial Weekend, but... Now I try to at least have a couple days of, of family time, so it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, I kind of learned that making a little bit of money was not worth all of the headaches and hassle, and I found myself being in like a, a pretty rough mood on the lake some days. So like Sunday and Monday, I I probably won't be on the water, but it's uh, it's 
I mean, it's always nice having an extended weekend on, and it's great for our economy in Bemidji. We, you know, we get all the tourism, and, and it's good to see all the people on the lake. So what do you think heading into this weekend, Matt? I mean, here we are. It's another curveball that Mother Nature is throwing at us this spring. Starting to get up near 90 with some muggy temperatures. Good thing it's bass opener because it's kind of bass fishing weather this weekend. Yeah, no kidding. I I actually threw the air conditioner in in, in our house, and I threw that in today, and I can't stand that hot, muggy heat, so I'm just trying to prepare myself to, to lay in my bed and watch stupid television for a day or two, but <laughs> don't have the pool up yet, and the water's, water temps on the lake are too cold to, to swim, so um, so you got to do something. But, yeah, this is just one more crazy little add-on, I guess, but, but bass fishing should be should be like you said it it's the weather for it so bass fishing this weekend should be absolutely awesome so for walleyes what do you think uh coming off this past week uh, did you hear anything good up by you lake bemidji obviously your home base and you've got red lake up there too which i heard was really really good coming off of this week and heading into the weekend matt what can you tell us it was really good um all, all the trips i did this past weekend and into the early part of the week i actually guided through uh through tuesday and then had to work my real job for a couple of days, but but fishing was fantastic. Crappies, I, I actually had a lot of people wanting wanting to chase crappies because we got on on some really big crappies, and you know they were up shallow, and you know we'd do that for half a day or half a half of a half day, and then go chase walleyes the rest of the time. And and the crappies are just you know they're in that stage where it's perfect timing for them as long as you're nice and and careful and you're not. You know, not pulling them too far away from their beds and and you're not beating up on them too bad it, it's a really fun time of year and then the walleye fishing is i mean we're into that best best time of the year where it's it's really really good any any lake in the area lake bemidji is putting out very well um i've been on the, the big turtle chain a lot turtle river lake plantagenet all of them are, are doing well uh cask came around finally starting to hear some good reports there Red Lake is still on fire, like the woods is still on fire. So right right now is the best time of year to be out fishing. And is it a pretty much an all-day bite, too, from what I've heard? Yeah, I mean, we, we thrive on the all-day thing every year but and all year long. But uh, but right now it's it's more evident than, than any time of the year. You, you can go out and catch either, either fish that are spawning, getting ready to spawn. Um, walleyes, you know, they're coming off the spawn and they're finally... You know they're kind of really regrouped and and back to normal and and they feed heavy here and then we just wait for that first algae bloom and might happen early this year with with the heat but fishing should be really good up until that happens. So and a lot of the lakes you mentioned, Matt, various depths, various structure on those lakes. Are you starting to see anglers get a little bit deeper? Because I know from experience, looking at Malax right now, everybody's still hugging the shore uh, here close to home. What about up by you? Yeah, same deal up here. I mean. We actually caught a couple of fish in like 16 feet of water the other day on Tuesday, but it was flat, calm, high skies. Really didn't have a choice but to slide out a hair deeper, just because that's where all the fish seemed to want to be. They were just just off the edge a little bit, but they were still adjacent to that shallow sand. I think maybe boat traffic traffic or something like that pushed them off, but but we're still finding them in you know nine to 11 feet is is primarily the depth on one lake, uh, 12 to 14. But that's just because that's the defined weed line. Uh, 
I would fish shallower there if I could, but but the weeds are so thick and the reeds are so thick that you can't get up that shallow. But still shallow, jigging a shiner, what I'll be doing again this weekend. There you go. That's Matt Brewer, North Country Guide Service in Bemidji. You can check him out at northcountryguides.com. Also link up to all his social media there as well. I appreciate it, buddy. Good stuff as always. Have a great weekend, and we will check in next week. Sounds good. All right. When we come back, we're going to revisit a conversation we had with Brian Brosdahl about the top eight walleye lakes right here in the state of Minnesota. That's up next right here on Brainerd Outdoors. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3, and we always love to talk to Brian and Bro Brosdahl, get his uh, insight on things. And something I wanted to talk to you about, Bro, because you were quoted in, in an article I was reading at anglingbuzz.com, and I, I encourage people to check it out. Uh, they talked about the top eight walleye lakes in the state of Minnesota, and these are in no particular order, so we're not ranking them from one to eight. These are just you know, eight lakes that they picked. And I wanted to pick your brain on each one of these, and we'll just spend sure. spend a little bit of time on each one. And I know you fish every one of these lakes, so that's why I wanted to ask you. We'll start on Leech. Which What makes that special? Leech Lake has fertile, shallow uh, water uh, that warms fast. It has a deep, cold, clear, like super deep water, like in Walker Bay and Cavacona Bay. And then in the center... Uh, it's all usable. The The main lake averages about 15 feet with some holes that go to 35. Um, there, there's, it's such a dynamic lake with vegetation. So there's uh, weed walleyes and there's tons of rock walleyes. There's, there's uh, massive schools of walleyes that uh, just stay to an area. You could pick a part of the lake and just go there. Obviously, um, you want to pick the shallow stuff first and then work your way back. But uh, it's a great it's a great lake because you can find the bite, no matter the week, going into the summer and into as the summer progresses, uh, it's it's a very easy lake to pattern. Lake of the Woods is obviously an extremely large body of water, so that makes that tricky. But I, I tell you what, I mean that's the lake. It seems like whenever you talk to people, even in the wintertime, when you want to go get walleyes. Uh, Lake of the Woods is probably one of the best bets you can take. Well, and also it gets it gets massive attention in the wintertime and uh, in the spring on Rainy River, but it doesn't get the huge attention right now, and it is, it's as easy as it gets. A jig and a minnow, uh, if, if you can't get emeralds, a jig and a uh, rainbow, a jig and a fathead, those walleyes just eat. Throw down the anchor or drift with a jig, uh, and you don't have to go way out the middle of nowhere. You're just going on the edge of uh, Pine Island or, or any of the points like Rocky Point or anywhere you could access. Get out to the break line that meets the main basin, and uh, you'll catch fish from War Road to Rocky Point down to Budette. You just get out to the edge, edge of the island, and uh, those fish aren't always in the 20s. Sometimes they're up in 14 and uh I always like to try the shallow fish first because they tend to be bigger, and you'll catch a few trophies up there. When they're active, you can't beat it. It's it's uh, like a Canadian experience right there in Minnesota, and then it's a lot of fun uh, to to get out there and catch fish jigging. And, and it's not a, a rip jigging. It's a slow, methodical lift and fall and let them take it. The water's a little darker. It's got bog-stained uh, gold jigs. Uh, pink jigs, uh, but also I did really well on watermelon RZ jigs. That's probably was the best one on the the big walleye giveaway I did up there. 
So it's a lake. If you can go, a, a blast. It's a lot of fun. Staying with uh, the northern part of the state, Upper Red is always, bro, one of the destination lakes the first couple of weeks of the season, maybe even the first month of the, the spring walleye season. Why is that? A Red Lake heats fast, especially near Washkish, because it's shallow. And the, the walleyes that spawn in the Tamarack River are hanging around at the mouth. And, and they don't all spawn in the river. It's just a small percentage, but that percentage is, is huge. And, uh, you know, just, just remember, you don't have to go very far from there. Three or four feet of water is where the fish are at because the water's so dark. And that is a slip dragon dream. Put together a slip bobber and a jig and just drag it. And when, once you find a school of fish, stop. You know, and I use a talon. When it's calm you just or not super rough, you could just press the button and the spike goes in the water and holds you there. Or you just throw the anchor over the side, and uh, the fish just keep coming through. And there's a lot of fish in that three and a half to four feet of water. It's just amazing how shallow they are. One lake that's close to home for you and you spend a lot of time on is Winnie. What do you like about that lake? Winnie is super healthy right now. Uh, Winnie is uh, loaded with uh, keeper-sized fish. It's phenomenal right now for walleyes and was my best lake all winter. I, I never had to go anywhere else. Uh, I love Leech. I love uh, uh, all the other lakes in the area. But Winnie is loaded with fish. And it seems like the best-kept secret lately because outside of July and August when the tourism season's at the top, Winnie is pretty slow right now for boats. And if you want to get away from the crowds, go to Winnie. And get on, and there, you don't have to fish by the boats. There's so many spots there that have fish. It's amazing. One thing about Winnie I've always noticed, Matt Brewer and I always joke about this. Nobody talks over there. You never hear anything well, off of Winnie. No, well, that's that's the one thing is uh, it, it does get some of the same local pressure, but uh, it's the same uh, anywhere up the Highway 2 corridor. You're not going to get them to spill the beans too much, but it's a really, it's a really dynamic fishery, and... Uh, it fishes the same as all of our lakes in the area, from uh, Detroit Lakes to uh, Bemidji to, you know, Gull Lake and Brainerd. It all fishes basically the same, jigging a minnow or a rig, and uh, it's that simple. But just remember, the water quality is amazing. It's getting clearer and clearer, so it's a kind of a malax situation where you need to maybe get a little farther away from the boat. And uh, rigs are... are really good especially when the water gets up in the 60s but right now you can do well in jigs vermilion is one of my favorite lakes i i opened up there last year it's just first of all it's pristine it's it's beautiful scenery and everything but also you can really uh clean up on fish there too right bro oh gosh vermilion is like fishing in a postcard <laughs> it's uh it's beautiful rocky outcroppings and pine trees and islands and pay attention to the buoys because they are marking something that wants to bite you uh but there's walleyes seems like on every reef and and every steep ledge off an island and it's a bottom bouncer's dream you could jig you're, you're jigging right on the brakes and uh you just keep moving you'll you'll get pods of fish stacked in different areas i love fishing there when i go there i'm more of a tourist than a guide um there's plenty of guides over there and i guide my area but when i go there it's just a blast of fish and uh there's everything in that lake uh, there's a lot of people chasing the giant muskies out there, and and uh, there's smallies. There's a little bit of everything. Smallmouth bass are a fun surprise. You know when you're out chasing walleyes and they're biting, you're going to get walleyes. 
but it's nice to get something that jumps and fights like crazy once in a while. And uh, that lake's loaded with smallies. It always has been. And uh, But the walleyes, you never know. You get a 10-pounder out there. It's It's got trophy-sized fish, but it's got good numbers of eaters. And the, and the walleye population is a lot higher than it has been in the past. Two more lakes we want to touch on here on our top eight uh, walleye lakes here in the state of Minnesota, according to anglingbuzz.com. Uh, these are not ranked uh, by any means. We're just you know throwing out the eight of them there. And uh, two that we really don't talk about much on the show, and that's my fault. Um, we, we really need to start talking maybe a little bit more about them. One of them, bro, is Rainy Lake. Uh, you spent oh, a little time yeah. up there. What, what do you like about that lake? Rainy Lake is is uh, just an awesome lake, just loaded with fish. It's so loaded, uh, you can catch walleyes anywhere. In the middle of summer and on an 80-degree day, you catch walleyes in the weeds in the back bays fishing for bass. Uh, But Rainy Lake has reefs, and they're all full of fish every single day. (laughs) Bring lots of leeches. You're going to go through all of them. They love leeches up there. But when I'm fishing uh, bass tournaments up there, we catch tons of walleyes, pitching uh, plastics like impulse paddle tails and flukes on on a jig head like an RZ jig head. So we've caught tons of walleyes and eater-sized fish on artificials. And uh, But if you really want to get on them, a uh, leech and a bottom bouncer uh, and just drag it slow, like a rock runner bottom bouncer from Northland. It's a shorter bottom bouncer. Just tap tap the rocks and keep it moving. Don't need a long leader, three or four feet, and a little bead in front of your hook, and then go. And Billy Crawler's. But by far, the leeches are hot up there, and expect a lot of fish. You can wear your arms out. So we ran through seven, Rainy Lake, Leech, Lake of the Woods, Malax, Upper Red, Winnie, Vermilion. One last one is west of town here that we don't talk a lot about, uh, and that's Otter Tail, bro. Do you know, have you spent a little time on that lake? Absolutely. I've done tournaments there and uh, done well. Uh, the, the lake, <laughs> it's one of those lakes that, I live in northern Minnesota, but I'd love to have a cabin near Otter Tail. Otter Tail has so many walleyes in it, it's unbelievable. Every time I've been there, I just can't believe they're they're everywhere, and there's big ones. But most, you know, the big size in there is that uh, 23 to 24-inch range, but there's so many uh, keeper-sized fish, it just it blows my mind. Uh, and it's not a super busy lake. I mean, there's a few boats around it, but... Uh, it's one of those lakes that I'm glad I had a chance to fish, and uh, I will be fishing there this summer because every time I've been there, I've caught tons of walleyes, and it fishes like a, a book. It has, it's been mapped. Um, there's rocks, there's weeds, there's reefs, and uh, I've done well really shallow. It, there are times of the year that they go a little deeper off the edges, but uh, get up in the shallows, and you can pitch, you can slip bobber fish. Uh, that's about the best, and also rig. And it fishes just like fishing out on gull or, or leech. Uh, and I think it's gets less crowds. During tournament times, they have a few tournaments out there. It gets busy. But uh, all the tournament people that do fish it all say the same. They love that lake. It's a blast. So if you want to check out the top eight uh, walleye lakes, according to anglingbuzz.com here in Minnesota, you can head to our website, BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com. There's more information and and uh, some other tidbits for you to check out. But uh, we appreciate Brian Bro Brosdahl and his insight on that. Uh, bro, if people want more information on you or maybe want to book a guide trip and go fishing with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, just uh, check me out at brosguideservice.com 
or you can look me up on Facebook or Twitter. So there you go. Bro, I appreciate it. I know you're really busy hey. this time of year, and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. And, oh, uh, no problem. Thanks, and we'll see everybody on the water. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. This time around, our famished fisherman recipe, as always, Chef Joel, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon joins us. Great crappie recipe this week, Joel. We've got crappies and a green peppercorn sauce. So we're going to take up some uh, nice nice crappies. We're going to dice them up into just chunks, you know, skin them off and get nice little chunks out of them. Taste some diced shallots and some butter. Get that going in a pan. You know, throw everything in there, your shallots and your crappie. Grate a little lemon zest over top, squeeze some lemon juice in there, hit it with some white wine, and uh, add the green peppercorns. Let it cook for just a couple of, couple of minutes. You don't want to overcook your fish or none of that, but that's all there is to it. Question for you with the wine. When when you cook with, is it something that if you, if you like to drink it, you like to cook with it? Is yeah. that kind of how you look at things? When you say a white wine, would you go with a Pinot Grigio or maybe a Chardonnay? Uh, generally, I use a Chardonnay. Do you? Um, that's just kind of what we have in the kitchen, I guess, most of the time. But whatever you like to drink, whatever you have is kind of, you know, you don't want to go out and buy something that you're only going to use once. You know, you and I, we I think a couple of weeks ago we had a beer batter recipe on, and you would use Jack Pine uh, beer. And you and I had, had asked you, you know, what kind of beer would not work for something like that. And you said, basically, if you like it, use it. Yeah. And that's what I've heard with cooking with wine, that's too. That's good is, advice. Yeah. So if you like it, use it. There you go. Well, if you want to give this recipe a try and a ton of other ones, simply uh, log on to BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com. Click on the Recipes tab. we got this one and a ton of others for you to check out. And Chef Joel, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, as always, Joel, thanks. Thank you, Brian. And that'll put a wrap on this week's show. Don't forget, you can catch Brainerd Outdoors just after 7, Saturday mornings, Sunday evenings at 7, Monday mornings at 5. You can stream it live if you're out of town or away from your radio, BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com. Just click on the Listen Live tab. And we are all over the podcast world, iTunes, Podcast One, Apple Podcast, wherever you download podcasts. Check out Brainerd Outdoors. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We'd appreciate it if you gave us a great rating. And don't forget to give us a like on Facebook as well. We'll see you next weekend for another edition of Brainerd Outdoors. I'm Brian Moon. Brainerd Outdoors has been brought to you by Vermal Shoe Store, Randall, Newman Construction, Thielen Meats, and Little Falls, SCR Northern, the guys who answer the phone, Northern Sales and Manufacturing, your Ice Castle dealer in Pine River, Tracker Boating Center of Brainerd, Oars and Mine and Crosby, Pine River State Bank, Bymert Outdoors Archery Pro Shop, Jack Pine Brewery, the official beer of Brainerd Outdoors, Freedom Firearms, The Power Lodge, Chef Robert's Fish Breading Mix, s and W Bait and Tackle, Crow Wing Recycling, Napa Auto Parts in Baxter, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, Nielsen Hardware and RV, your Central Minnesota Ice Castle dealer, and by Radco, your truck accessory pros. Join Brian Moon just after 7 Saturday mornings, Sunday evening at 7, and Monday mornings at 5 for another edition of Brainerd Outdoors right here on B93.3.